Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. I'm your host, the Fellow KGB. You can follow me on Twitter at the Fellow KGB and Thursday night hangout at six o'clock Central Time. Here, I'm just gonna fire up my screen share, and uh, I don't know. We're just gonna hang out in the chat room. We got a couple people in here. We got Justin. We got Rudolph's hanging out with us tonight. How's it going, guys? Uh, Thursday night hangout. There's no rules. Answer. I can answer whatever questions you guys have. We'll probably just open up uh, the ESPN screen share here and just kind of walk ourselves down through some lists. And uh, just kind of talk about what's going on in the NBA. Fantasy basketball is, I don't know, we're mid-swing here. What's going on, Oscar? Thanks for hanging out tonight. Questions, whatever you guys need to do, we can uh, we can take a peek at. I'm just going to kind of go to the add player section, and we'll just do some filters and just kind of look around and see who's hot right now. We got a lot of good games on tonight. I'm trying to think. Maybe we should pull up the schedule. Let's take a look at the schedule for tonight's game. I don't know if anything started yet. Maybe 6.30. Yep, 6.30. We get Miami and Houston. Let me see what else we got going on here. What's going on, Aiden? Thanks for hanging out tonight, guys. Uh, so 6.30, Heat and Rockets. Raptors, Celtics. That's, that's like The Raptors are hot right now. I want to pull up the standings right now, too. Raptors are playing really, really well. Uh, you got Norman Powell playing really good ball right now. He should be a must-add pickup right now. Um, the Raptors all of a sudden launched themselves up to the five seed. I think a week ago they weren't this high. They were out of the, the, the top eight for the playoffs, so Toronto is looking like a good team at the moment right now. We've got a question from Justin here. Let me see what we got. So uh, which team is better, my day one or right now? Day one was Russ, Harden, DeMar, Zion, Capella, Kyrie, um, I'm assuming that's Gallinari, Gallo, um, Devontae Graham, Terry Rozier, Baka Wiseman, Blake Bogdanovich, or Donovan Mitchell, Rocco Zion. Hmm. So I'm trying to do the figuring out here. So you got Donovan Mitchell, Covington, Zion, Harden, Josh, Jackson, and Kemba. So who did we get rid of here? I'm assuming you got rid of, looks like you may have got rid of Russ. I'm confused here. Um, Wall, Allen, Trey, Mitch, Rob, Zeller, Herder, and Lou. Um, I'm, I'm really confused. Day one was Russ. Who did we get rid of? Who did we get rid of, Justin? Um, Carl Anthony, Kawhi, KD. We got to pick just one. Um, man, Carl Anthony Towns, Kawhi, Tatum, Beal, or Kevin Durant. Um, we got to just pick one, I'm assuming. I think that's for Aiden's draft that he's doing right now. I usually just pick whoever's the hottest player on the board. Let me just see what we got going on. Kawhi, Tatum, Beal, maybe KD. I mean, Kevin Durant would be really nice to get there. It's probably Kawhi Leonard right now. I like Bradley Beal a lot, but he seems to have slowed down. So I'm probably going to say Kawhi Leonard at the moment. Uh, so Rudolphs did a trade. He traded Clint Capella and Ennis Cantor for Zion and Jamal Murray. Interesting. Okay, so hopefully um, you were pretty good at center behind Capella and Cantor, and we ended up with Zion and Jamal Murray. Let me just kind of type in these names real quick here. Um, so Capella's been one of the hotter centers of late. We're just going to add him to the compare. We'll throw in Cantor. Now, Cantor's value is really dependent on how long Nurkic is going to be out. So this is probably a good opportunity to cash in your Zion or your, your NS Cantor tickets. And let's see what uh, Jamal Murray. I'm assuming that's, yeah, that's Jamal Murray there, not Deontay. Um, so over the last seven days, uh, technically Jamal Murray's just continued to have a frustrating season. He's been 
Uh, he's not been worth the third round pick, but uh, again, this is a buy low opportunity. We, we want him to be, you know, steadily, you know, scoring 20 fan, like 20 real points per game and just chipping in all of his other stats here. So hopefully he can get things evened out, but uh, this might be a good buy low opportunity for a guy like Jamal Murray in terms of Cantor. Again, his numbers are going to start to plummet uh, once uh, Nurkic does come back. I'm assuming after the all-star break. Um, so for now, like this is a pretty even deal. We're just looking at the last 15 numbers there. Things look pretty even. Um, and then, yeah, based on the last 30 days, Jamal Murray's been playing some good ball. So uh, I think uh, in the short term, it's kind of a push. But in the long term, Jamal Murray over Cantor, that's probably the guy you want to hold. So I think Rudolph's did uh, a pretty good move here. Um, let me see what else we got here. Uh, so Oscar traded Young and Ja for Kyrie and Michael Porter. Interesting. Uh, let's take a look at Michael Porter. Michael Porter has been back and healthy now. Um, so we'll click him into the mix. Let's click into... Kyrie. Kyrie's been pretty fun lately. Uh, and then you you traded, so you traded away Trey Young. And then you also traded uh, Mr. Morant. Where, there he is. Okay, so just looking, I guess, in the last 30 days, technically like Kyrie and Trey Young, that's like a one-for-one -one deal. Um, so I see that kind of being a push. Let me just filter by the last seven days and see what we got going on here. So I might have held on to Trey Young. He's probably the best player of the group here. Let me see, 2021 season. Uh, just on the season, though, Kyrie's actually got more fantasy points per game. So I guess at the moment right now, Trey is probably the hottest player. You see some of these 50s he's been putting up, just scoring massive points here. So well, that's Kyrie, actually. So uh, to swap out Trey for Kyrie, uh, that that seems pretty even. And then you're, you're gambling on Porter outscoring John Morant. So the last seven days... It's a slight edge to John Morant, so it's close, Oscar. I think I'd, I think I probably would have stuck with Trey Young and John Morant, uh, but if you like Michael Porter, I think that's that's fine. John Morant's still a pretty good player, and I think I think Michael Porter's going to be okay. It's not like a bust or anything. Um, Levine, Irving, Paul George, Randall, Sabonis. I like Sabonis if you need big guys, um, and then if that's your if, if Aiden, if that's like your crazy league with all the random rebounding and stuff. Uh, I would probably lean with Sabonis or maybe Randall on that one. Um, so Rudolph's got the trade offer. He's going to give Ingram for Porzingis and then Lamelo. So you give Ingram for so you get Porzingis and Lamelo Ball. Um, so you'd have to drop Kemba or Garland. Um, I'm probably staying put. I'm probably staying put with Ingram, but you can get Porzingis and Lamelo. What's Porzingis been doing? How's he been helping everybody lately? Uh, is uh, do you need a power forward center? I mean, he's he's pretty. I mean, he's got that massive ceiling here, but he's not he's not like a must have player. I think I'd rather stick with Ingram over Porzingis. Uh, but then you're going to get Lamelo Ball in the deal. Does that kind of tilt? So basically, like, would you rather have Lamelo Ball or Kemba or Garland? I like Lamelo quite a bit. He's been putting up some good numbers. Uh, but I don't, I don't know, Rudolph, that that trade's gonna make your team that much better. For me, I'd probably just stay put and keep my Kemba and my Garland. Um, so Justin, we're getting back to that question earlier. So we got rid of Russ, Kyrie, Demar, Capella, Gallo, Terry, Graham, and Baka Wiseman, and Bogdanovich, and then you've got Donovan Mitchell, Robert Covington, Josh Jackson, Kemba, Wall, Trey, KD, Zeller, Herder, Mitch, Rob, and Allen. I, th I think I like how your team sounds now. Um, because of course Bogdanovich is is not doing anything. Griffin's not doing anything. I don't think Wiseman is Wiseman even playing yet. Wiseman's been out for a little while, so it looks like you dumped a lot of guys that are just kind of nothing right now. So Wiseman hasn't played in a while. 
Uh, Gallinari is not doing anything really well. He's kind of hard to watch. So I think you're, you're definitely, Justin, your team now is looking uh, looking a lot better here. Uh, and that's kind of what I was thinking, Sam. I think I think I would have held on to Trey Young and uh, who else was in that one? Where are we? Trey Young. I probably would have held on to Trey Young and John Morant, John Morant there. Uh, what's going on, Sam? Thanks for hanging out. And yeah, that, that's basically what it comes down to. It's Morant versus Michael Porter Jr. So we still really haven't seen Michael Porter Jr. just like turn it on like he was playing in the bubble. Um, so there's, a, I guess there's this, you know, an unknown ceiling kind of hidden there with a guy like Michael Porter. But uh, at the moment right now, again, he's shown, he's shown glimpses, but you need him to like start averaging, you know, almost 20, you know, real points per game and get him into the high thirties of, you know, the forties. So you're, you're banking on a guy getting it figured out uh, by the end of the season. So and then, yeah, Trey, a little bit a uh, little bit better, cons- just a little bit higher floor than a guy like Kyrie. He's also the only – Trey Young's really the only stud in town for Atlanta, whereas Kyrie, it's going to be a KD night or it's going to be a hard night kind of, you know, every other game there. So, um, yeah, and then do Porzingis and Mello. It just sucks because he's going to have to cut uh, – he's going to have to cut Kemba or – uh, I guess Garland. I, I kind of like Garland as like one of the last guys on my bench, but essentially you'd be p- putting in uh, what's Garland doing. He's, he's averaging almost 27 points per game. So it's not terrible, I guess. Um, it, it's it's like a 50-50 deal. I don't think it makes his team that much better. I'd rather hold on to my depth because, I don't know, just with weird COVID stuff, um, I, I like having as much guys as I can on my bench. Uh, what's going on, Frank? Is Giannis going to be the best fantasy bet? Just jumping in here. Um, in terms of like, if I could, like we just did a mock draft on, on Tuesday night and we took uh, Nikola Jokic went number one overall. Um, so I think as much fun as Giannis can be, uh, I do think, I think if most people are drafting today, they're probably going to take Jokic and let's just kind of filter here. Uh, now, this is just even the last seven days. Uh, Vucevic here, Vesuvic, is just off the charts. But if we go over to 2021 season, you're probably going to see uh, Jokic up to the top here. So just a, a slight edge there, 56. And he's got a, he's got a four or five-point lead on, on Luka and Giannis. So I think if, if you're looking to get the best player, it's going to be Nikola Jokic here. Um, so Sam really likes that deal for, for – is it the Porzingis and Lamelo one for, for – for Ingram, uh, it just sucks. I, I, you're probably gonna want to cut probably Garland. Hold on to Kemba in that one. <laughs> oh man, let's, let's see here. If we can somehow manage to put Gobert instead of Ingram, should I take that deal? Um, let's look at let's look at Rudy. We'll look at Rudy. We'll look at Ingram. Let me click on Rudy there. We'll look at Ingram here. Obviously, for me, it's tough because like I I tend to get attached to my guys, and Brandon Ingram's been one of my guys from early in the in the season, and I like I he's a good player. I I, I like having him in my lineup. Um, so he's the fifth best, you know, small shooting forward here, almost forty points per game. You got Rudy Gobert actually averaging more points, so technically that might be taking a loss. Uh, and Rudy's got that massive, you know, some 50 burgers and some, he got a 72 point game. Um, so Rudy might be more valuable than Ingram. Um, and then that would give you a nasty Rudy Porzingis kind of situation. The trouble with, for me, trading with Porzingis is 
he just he's he struggled to stay healthy throughout his career. I know he's been he's been missing a game every now and then, uh, but he's got he's he's got some low lows and he's got really high highs. Uh, for me, I it's a personal decision. I'm going to value Brandon Ingram's consistency, and uh, I, I mean 37 points per game for Porzingis here. Um, it's it's pretty solid. Let me just actually just let, let's add Porzingis to the group here. So technically. Uh, technically, the, the the meat of the deal is Ingram and Porzingis are kind of a push. Like Ingram's uh, what almost two points better per game. Uh, but would you rather have Lamelo Ball, Kemba, or uh, who's the other one? Garland. So I, I'm not gonna uh, Lamelo Ball. Give me Lamelo Ball over Garland. So that's essentially that's kind of what you're doing. But I'm gonna I'm gonna hold on to Ingram. I think I, I think I trust him a little bit more than Porzingis. Um, let's see here. Um, I'm trying to get Bam out of bio and D Rose. What is a good offer? So you probably are you trying to do a two for one here, Justin? Trying to do a two for one. Bam and Derek Rose. Let's pull these names up on the list here. I haven't seen how did Derek Rose do in his first few games with the Knicks? We're gonna clear all players. We'll add D Rose. We're gonna add Bam Bam. So Derek Rose. I think he's played maybe two games with just one game with the Knicks here, but 20 minutes, 14 points, one board, three assists, a steal, and a block. So that's pretty solid. If you can get that uh, as a floor each night, I think his minutes should, you know, go up here. So he's like a good guy to have at the end of your bench. Uh, Derek Rose, and then, of course, Bam Adebayo would be the main squeeze here of the deal, averaging over about 41 points per game. So Justin, like, essentially, like, whoever, whoever, a two for two. So, like, we would need to know who's on your team. Like, we need to know... Uh, probably point guards in a center for sure. like if I'm trading away at a bio, I'm gonna want to make sure I get another power forward or a center in return. So I guess I would need to know maybe three or four players on your team that you'd be willing to move, and we'll see if we can find a package there. Um, two for two, and yeah, I I think uh, with that trade too. I mean, for me, I I personally I don't do a lot of trades. I like to sit with the guys that I. Uh, I took in the beginning. I, for me, building through free agency is probably the best. It's been my most successful way of winning championships the last couple of years, not last year, but the year before when we were able to finish the league. Uh, but I, I really value building through the free agency market. But uh, essentially, your your trade offer here is I kind of view Ingram and Porzingis as a push. I'd rather have Ingram on my team. Uh, but basically, you're you're getting Lamelo Ball for free. You're just gonna have to cut Darius Garland. Um, so, and if the guy wants Darius Garland, you could do, you could do Ingram plus Garland for Lamelo and Porzingis. Um, but for me, again, it's, it's, this is a personal decision. I, I think I'm just, I'm going to stick with Ingram, even though it'd be really nice to have Lamelo ball, uh, for sure. Let me see what else we got here. Um, Donovan Mitchell, Kemba, John Wall, Jared Allen, Mitch Robb, or Zion. Give me Zion. Give me Zion. That's probably the most exciting one. Uh, we're gonna look at some Daniel House numbers. Let's look at some Daniel House numbers. He he was a he was a hot ad I think this last week. Let's see here, and yeah, this is a guy that you can get in free agency. He's under eight percent owned. Uh, the last night here against the uh, New Orleans, thirteen points, eight boards, five assists, three steals. Uh, starting to get his scoring back up here. I like the minutes too for a guy like Daniel House. Uh, again, and one of my favorite ways to look for free agency is I look at their season stats and then I look. Uh, I look at last seven days, uh, 30 minutes, 12.8 points, 4.5, like all of his numbers are up. That's really good stuff there. Uh, 
Um, so, okay, those are the guys that we can potentially move. I, I, I would try to move Mitchell Robinson if you can. Uh, Mitchell Robinson is, is frustrating. Uh, and I've been a Mitchell Robinson guy for the last two seasons. Uh, it just seems like he can do so much more, but he's kind of settled into, you know, 20 some, you know, 27 points per game here. It just seems like he can do so much more. His scoring needs to be higher for me. So if you can move a guy like Mitchell Robinson plus uh, probably a Kemba, maybe try Kemba plus Mitchell Robinson, um, something like that. But and then the other thing, too, is like when you're when you're trying to trade it for me, I found it, it works best to have dialogue or some kind of conversation with your trading partner. And then just it just helps if you're just sending people trades. A lot of times those don't go through. Uh, but if you just say, hey, are you, are you interested in moving BAM? I, I, I can I can send you Mitch Robinson, Jared Allen for a center, and then you can pick one of like Kemba or Wall or whatever. Um, so I, I would try to contact your BAM out of bio, Derek Rose owner, and just kind of take a heat temperature check and see how he's feeling about some of those guys. Uh, but I just want to kind of pull up here. Let's um, Let's just kind of filter by the last seven days. I just want to see who's been hot and see who's – uh, kind of available here and then yeah it's for me like i've never i don't think i've ever had a trade go through where i send it and like i don't have a conversation with that person first like i have to i have to either text them or just kind of nudge them and say hey I'm, I'm i'm interested in this guy maybe we should we should really uh have a conversation about this who do you like on my team kind of thing um this is this is a nice comment there, Rudolph. Thank you. Just wanted to say, really enjoy your streams. I was here for the first time about two weeks ago. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's two a.m. Okay, man. All right. Well, you can you can come back later. You can check it out. But I appreciate that, man. You have a good rest of your <laughs> of your evening, and uh, we'll see you in another one. Thank you so much, man. That's a great comment. I appreciate that. Really awesome. Europe and NBA in Europe. That sounds kind of cool. Um, but anyways, I'm just kind of looking for some free agents right now. So the way I have this filtered is I'm looking at, I set the filter to everybody and I just, I'm filtering kind of by roster. Uh, let's actually filter by, by points here. And then I'm just going to look for the blips. Um, so a guy like Siakam, Siakam has been hot lately, the last seven days, averaging 50 points per game. Um, and yeah, I, I think if you, if you bought Siakam, a couple of weeks ago, you're probably pretty happy because he's starting to look like he's playing like he was the last couple of years. Um, so Siakam, who he's he's back. He's starting to score big points again. You see the 30 points, one, two, three, four, four games over 30 points in the last handful of games. Uh, again, the Raptors are kind of a hot team right now. They're playing some good ball and they don't even have OG Ananobi yet. But um, really cool. Siakam, Siakam's playing really good. And yeah, we're almost at 200 subscribers. It's a slow, steady Slow and steady process, but we'll get there at some point. We're not worried about it. Um, but anyways, let's kind of look around. Al Horford um, is playing some good ball here. He's averaging 49 points in the last seven days. Uh, he's got a couple 59-point games in this mix here. Horford, I don't think this is the thing that is going to last, uh, but you have to just kind of be okay with getting some 28s, some 24s. But maybe Al Horford's a trade candidate if you guys want to kind of take a, take a look on someone because he's not like a big – I'm sure he's like a veteran, but he's not like a like a household name or people are like I need to hold on to my Horford. So if you guys want trade candidates, maybe you got like Al Horford could be kind of fun here. Uh, let me see some other names here on the list. Uh, Jonas is back. I think if you guys were okay with waiting on Jonas, he's back. Oh wow, he's had some massive double doubles: 15 boards and 20 rebounds. 
Uh, Aiden, if you're still drafting, maybe Jonas might be a guy to, to look into for your, your broken rebound league. Um, so Justin traded for Mitch Robinson and Wall the 31st and gave up Turner and Ibaka. Um, yeah, and just like, see, I, like, I, I, I secretly really like the New York Knicks. I want them to be good. I think basketball is fun when the Knicks are good. And Mitchell Robinson, like, I just, I want, he can be so much better, but they don't really run the offense through him and they don't give him a lot of opportunities to score. He's one of the best rebounders, one of the best blockers, too. Um, so I love that. Uh, but essentially, you kind of pushed Robinson for Turner. Um, I probably would rather have Turner in that situation. He's a block monster. Uh, and then Ibaka. Ibaka is actually playing some really good ball right now, too. Let me just pull up his numbers real quick. Uh, not so much as late. He was playing much better earlier, but the last – he's kind of dipping down here. So he's kind of – I'm cool with giving up Ibaka because you, you probably you probably like what you're getting from, from John Wall. So it was a good move to get rid of Ibaka. Um, and then John Wall, man, like – so it's it, this was kind of a 50-50 trade. I don't think anybody won, anybody lost. Like you definitely got John Wall. That's that's a win. And then Robinson, at least Robinson's better than Ibaka. Uh, but Miles Turner, uh, Miles Turner is one of my favorite guys just because he does all the dirty work on the defense. He's going to lead the league in blocks. Not sure what happened in this game here, only 9.25. Uh, but man, he's he's just a block monster. Really kind of inconsistent. So maybe Turner. Turner's not that much greater than a guy like Robinson. It's, it's pretty close, but um, you got John Wall, though, so that, that's that's the prize, man. That's, that's pretty solid. Um, let me see. We're going on about 22 minutes. You guys keep firing up the questions. Uh, I just want to kind of go back to what I was looking at before. So I'm just kind of filtering by the last seven days. I'm hitting average, and I'm just kind of rolling down and looking at these percent rosters to see who sticks out as potential, you know, maybe buy – by opportunities, DeLon Wright, um, Detroit's shooting guard, point guard. He he was on the waiver wire like maybe two weeks ago, like down in here, maybe mid-January. And then all of a sudden he's starting to put up a he put up a 50 a couple of weeks ago, back-to-back 40-point -back games, flirting with some double doubles with the assists. So DeLon Wright, 80% owned. Uh, I don't know if this is a guy that you can acquire for cheap, but I, I do think DeLon Wright's playing some really good ball right now, and that needs to be acknowledged. Uh, let me see who else sticks out here. Hamadou Diallo. Look at this. Look at the numbers, Hamadou Diallo. And he's 35% owned. I think he's averaging 25 points on the season. In the last seven days, though, he's averaging 38 points. You see back-to-back 40-point -back games, back-to-back 30-point -back games, a high 26, a 29. Um, so just his last six games, he's been playing really good. And then you look at the minutes, 38, 41, 31, 37. Um, just he's a scoring threat. I like that. I can see some double digit rebounding effort opportunities and then the assists, you know, he'll get a handful each night and then the steals too. This is a guy that needs to be owned. Um, so again, like with just the way my, I like to play fantasy basketball, I'm trying to add Hamadou Diallo instead of trying to make trades. I, I just think, uh, if I can get a guy that's going to pop off for 30 to or 40 on a given night, uh, that that's, that's a really good win. And I just kind of keep trying to make the bottom of my roster higher scoring uh, than the next guy I added. So what's going on, Speed Hydra? Uh, do you think we should add Tice, Ennis, or Derek Jones, and Jop Jeff Green? Interesting. So uh, these are all really good names, and I'm familiar with all of them. I actually I just dropped a Jeff Green to pick up Ennis because he's got three games in the next four days. Um, so I did pick up Ennis. 
Uh, I'm in a tough matchup too. And I, I was able to pick up Ennis. I already have Daniel Tice. So I, I really am a fan of Daniel Tice. Uh, but the thing I noticed with Ennis is his minutes are spiking up here. He's a pretty consistent scorer. Hopefully he can get us some double digit points, but he's just going to kind of fill loosely everything in. Uh, and then again, he's got three games in the next four days. So if he can get us 50 to 60 points, I think that's, that's a really nice uh, potential add there. Let me look at Daniel Tice's, how many games does Tice play the next few games, the next few days. So you're going to get, again, three games in four days out of Daniel. This is a, this is probably an add. Um, and I don't know what, I think he, he rolled an ankle in this game. So of the guys that excite me the most, I'm going to say get Daniel Tice first and then probably Ennis. And then we'll look at Derek Jones. So, uh, I think Daniel Tice needs to be owned. He's less than 25% owned. Let's just look at his numbers in the last, again, the last seven days are kind of weird. Cause he's got that one point that one point, whatever game where he got hurt. Uh, but for the most part, a bad game, he's going to get you 17 and, you know, 15, but he can, he can, you know, peak for some of these high 20s um, and just be a really set, steady player. And then again, his next few games, he's playing Toronto, Detroit, and Washington. Um, so those teams aren't really, uh, really blessed with the centers department. So it might be a really good uh, run for Daniel Tice. I think uh, that's a really good add. Let's take a look at Derek Jones Jr. real quick, who I think he's back tonight. He's back the other night too. Uh, so I like Derek Jones Jr. quite a bit. He's just inconsistent. Um, but it's good to see that he's, I mean, they threw him out for 29 minutes right away, eight board, eight points and 10 boards. Uh, and then they do play, yeah, this is a team with three games in the next four days as well. So Philly, Cleveland, and Dallas. Um, give me Tice for sure. I think Tice is the one guy I want out of those because center positions line up really, really well for him with Philly. Cleveland, I can see him having a good game. I'm not sure about Dallas, uh, but I, I think I'm going to rank them Tice, Derek Jones, and then Ennis. Really good question, Speed Hydra. It's a, it's a fun one. And then, yeah, I, I see I tried giving Jeff Green a chance because he had two games the last two two nights, right? So we got we got 30 points out of him the last two games. That's fine. Um, we'll, wanted more, but we'll, we'll see if we can cash in on some of those guys there. Sweet. Um, so we're trying to get Anthony Davis and Anthony Edwards. I can trade Donovan Mitchell, Kemba Zion, Allen Herter, or Zeller. Oh, so trading, trading for Anthony Davis and Anthony Edwards. All right, you're probably going to have to send him. I mean, if I can move Kemba, I like Kemba, and he like he's the thing with Kemba is he's got more name power than he does actually fantasy power. And I like Kemba, but I, th I think I would try to move Kemba in this deal. And then you're going to have to ask the guy, does he want Allen or probably Zeller? Because if, if it's me and I'm giving away Anthony Davis, I'm going to want a big guy back. So, for, And I, I, wouldn't, I, I don't think I would move Zion either. Um, Zion's the guy that I would hold on to. Who Lately, he's, he's, he's just been doing what he's been doing all season. So he's, he's a top-notch player. But if it, if it costs Zion to get an Anthony Davis... I mean, give me Anthony Davis for sure, uh, but then you're kind of lowering. I guess Kemba and Anthony Edwards can be pretty equal. Donovan Mitchell has just been, he's kind of, again, he's kind of in that uh, Jamal Murray tier where these guys have just been kind of frustrating, but it looks like, uh, you know, he's picking it up a little bit. He's got the 15, the 60 back to back, almost a triple double the other night too against Indiana. So uh, I'm, I think I'm holding on to, to Mitchell. I think the guy that I would consider moving is probably Kemba. 
And then you you ask him, Jared Allen or Cody Zeller. You guys know I like Cody Zeller on the show. Um, let me just see what Zeller's numbers have been the last few games. So he's kind of got some low numbers. So that might be kind of hard to sell. Uh, but then Jarrett Allen, Allen's kind of moved into the starting lineup. And this this is attractive. Um, just the last two games, you know, he see, sees these spikes back up there. So I really, uh, I really like what's going on there. So I, I would try to move Kemba. And then you probably got to ask him, does he want... Does he want Jared Allen? I would assume he'd want Allen over Zeller. Uh, you can go ahead and list your team. Aiden, Aiden just did a draft of, I think it was a four-man draft, you know, four teams. So there's going to be some stacked some stacked lineups. Uh, but you can go ahead and fill that out. Let's see. Um, I kind of want to just look back at some of the stats. So we're just going to filter by last seven again. And I want to look for some more inconspicuous plays that might be worth adding. But I still don't know how to say it. Is it is it Vucevic? I always want to say Vesuvic, uh, but it's Vucevic, I believe. Don't get to watch a lot of Orlando Magic games. But he's been the hottest player the last seven days. You see the 75, the 62, just playing some monster minutes and just oh, career high 43 points and 19 rebounds. Jesus. Um, so uh, Vucevic, man, playing. He's, he's the number one scoring player over the last seven days. So that's going really well for him. And again, Pascal Siakam, uh, definitely playing uh, at the best of his season so far. Now let's look for some maybe buy low candidates in the trade market here. If you want, maybe go ask the Drew Holiday owner because uh, he's, he's he's he tested positive for COVID, so he's going to be out probably in the, you know another seven days. But you're getting a player here who's pretty damn consistent on the season. He's averaging 36 points. This might be the opportunity to take a you know, uh, just take a look at Drew Holiday's owner and say, "Hey, do you want do you want someone? Uh, I'll I'll take Drew Holiday off your hands, man. He's out for a week. Let me let me have him." So I kind of like that move there. We talked about Hamadou Diallo as being one of the better free agents to probably pick up again under thirty five percent. He's probably the free agent to pick up right now. Uh, Lou Williams. I think I had a question from Justin on Lou Williams earlier, but Lou Williams has picked it up. Uh, 29 minutes in the last two games, 27 points, 23 points, some monster games. Lou Williams. I mean, if you play in a 10 man league, he's under 55% owned. I think Lou Williams needs to be scooped up pretty ace. Like now, if, if you're in a 10 or 12 man league under 55%, averaging almost 36 points per game the last seven days, that's pretty solid there. Uh, so what do you think about trading CJ for Brown? Is that CJ McCollum? CJ McCollum? Um, is Galen Brown playing yet? So, okay, so he played the other night. I'm assuming he's going to be good to go for tonight. Um, these guys are, they're, they're both pretty similar. I, I think CJ McCollum's going to be out for a little bit yet. Let me see. So Rudolph, I think it would depend. If, you're if your team is like five and two, six and one, you can handle, um, not having so you have you have CJ McCollum and you're and you're trying to get Sterling Brown or um you're trying to get Jalen Brown. Um if if the if the Jalen Brown owner is like six and one, then it would make sense to maybe move Jalen Brown because he can you know get pick up a McCollum uh just on the season here. So they're they're really close. It's 42.7 points per game to 41 when McCollum I think McCollum's gonna be back after the all-star break. So um, this would be a question, like, for me, I, I wouldn't trade away Jalen Brown for McCollum, especially if I need to win now. 
But if, if the guy with Jalen Brown, if, if he's looking good, he's got five, six, or even seven wins, uh, it, it might make sense to, to move Brown and get McCollum. I think that could make sense. So it's, it's, it's pretty even. It's pretty even. I just think if you, if you, if you are the McCollum owner, like if you can get someone like Jalen Brown, I, I would do it. But in your instance, you're trying to push CJ McCollum. So I probably would be on the Jalen Brown side. I would want Jalen Brown for sure. Um, it's just happening in my league. So I'm, oh, it's happening in your league. Hmm. Okay. So again, yeah. If 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 I'm seven and zero, oh, six and one, and I, I'm doing really really well, I'm cool with getting McCollum and just letting him sit on my bench because I know I'm gonna already make the playoffs. And technically, McCollum has been the better player when healthy. Now I don't really know if it's that much. Like, is one point one seven you know points gonna make that much of a difference? It's kind of like a 50-50 deal. Um, but if, if you're in need help now, go get Jalen Brown. I think that's a, a wise move. Um, so hopefully it's not nothing too shady, but, uh, Jalen Brown better for now. McCollum might be better for later. So it really, it's, it's, it depends on, uh, the outcome or the, the shape of the current teams. Um, same scoring, but scoring got boosted a ton. We're doing boosted scoring again. Um, so Anthony Davis and Capella or Rudy and Tatum, let's pull this up here on the, Handy dandy comparison charts. Let me clear players. So we got Rudy Gobstoppers. And we got uh, Channing Tatum. <laughs> Jason Tatum. Uh, and then Clint Acapella. And we got Anthony Davis. Okay. So just on the season stats, this is pretty even. You see basically Capella and Gobert are both at 40, Tatum's 43, Anthony Davis 45. So it's a difference of two points just on the season here. So we're looking, maybe let's just look at the last seven days. Last seven days, uh, I'm going to want the Gobert and the Tatum side. Tatum's been playing really well, and Jalen Brown missed some of those games. So that's why you see some of these 55s here. That's because Jalen Brown was out. They didn't have to... Uh, distribute the ball as much. Now, what's going on with Anthony Davis? He's been day-to-day -day for, like, ever. He's missed the last couple games. Um, hmm. I like Capella quite a bit. Uh, I'm not sure what happened in this game, uh, but he's been a double-double machine, so this feels pretty good. Um, hmm. Yeah, I, I, I do tend to go with Anthony Davis being the – he's the guy that you want. Like, if, you're, if we were doing a, a fantasy draft, like, Anthony Davis would be the first guy picked off the board, probably Tatum next, and then maybe Gobert and Clint Capella are really close. Um, but I'm just kind of, like, filtering here, and I don't really see that much of a difference in, in terms of scoring. Uh, but especially – so here's, here's the way that I kind of think about it is – we have the all-star break coming up. Uh, we really haven't seen teams ramp up and get like serious. Like we haven't seen like serious basketball yet. I think after the all-star break, you're going to see the studs come out and start to play a lot better. So Anthony Davis, I think is the prize. Um, I, I think I would go with Capella and Davis on, on this side. Um, that's, that's probably where I'm going to lean. I'm just going to lean with the studs. Uh, so I agree with you there, Sam. And yeah, so does Rudolph. AD has big upside. We really haven't even seen the best of Anthony Davis yet. He's He's been uh, just basically just kind of being neutral. He hasn't really peaked yet, so I, I kind of like that. So Justin's saying, Zion and Allen for AD. He said no. Whew. That one's tough. You're giving him some good points. Because he claims Andre might not leave. Hmm. I don't even think it – Jaron Allen doesn't need Andre Drummond to, leave, like, to be gone to have value. Jaron Allen's actually – 
I mean, if Jared Allen's like the worst player on your team, your team is pretty damn good. And for where everyone was drafting Jared Allen, we got him for cheap. Uh, and again, you see the last couple games where he got inserted into the starting lineup, 25 to 34. If that's his range of points, like I'm, I'm fine with that being one of my worst players. And then he's still, of course, if Drummond misses a game because he's injured, you're going to get some of these booms. Um, but I don't know. I, I don't think I don't think Jared Allen needs Drummond traded for him to have value. So I, I like getting Jared Allen. And this would be a technically a trade candidate for me if I can if I can get Jared Allen for cheap in a trade, I think I think I think I would do it. Just because yes, there's potential Drummond gets traded. There's also potential Drummond gets hurt or or anything like that. So um, try to see what people are feeling on uh, Mr. Jared Allen. Um, so Aiden, this is his four-man league. We got Luca, Bradley Beal, Jalen Brown, Tobias Harris, Joel Embiid, uh, Randall Vucevic, Sabonis, uh, Jeremy Grant, Fournier, Westbrook, Oladipo, Malik Beasley, Rogier, Hero, Harrison Barnes, Conley, Clarkson, RJ, OG. Mm, okay. Jesus. So yeah, this is you're probably getting like five plus points for a three. Uh, Hayward Wood and Van Leeds. What's going on with Christian Wood? Let me see. Because Wood had he got taken off on a wheelchair a couple of weeks ago. So that right ankle sprain. We might not see we might not see him for a while. This was a pretty severe one. Uh, yeah, he left that one th last Thursday's game in a wheelchair. So I'm not sure what's going on with Christian Wood. Hopefully you got some IR spots to slide him in there. Uh, I'm just trying to see what else you got here. How's Evan Fournier been doing? Orlando's kind of weird. Uh, but Fournier, been missing some time here with a back injury. But he's a three-point shooter, so that makes sense. You're, you're probably just going to be trying to get guys that just hit hit threes, huh, for the most part. Let me see here. Would we back in two weeks? Yeah, that should be probably just a slow ramp up for first couple games back too. Um, I just want to filter by three pointers made. So you you are probably looking at this, Aiden. But man, if you can, did you get CJ McCollum on your list? If you can somehow acquire him and just hold on to him, uh, Buddy Healed, man, three almost four threes per game. Joe Harris up there at three point three. Duncan Robinson's a three point three point guy. Wayne Ellington three point one threes. Gary Trent's hitting three threes per game. Uh, a lot of interesting names here at the top of the list. Um, let me see. So someone in my league offered me Ingram for AD. It seems like a bad trade for me. Offered me Ingram for So someone wants to get Anthony Davis for Brandon Ingram. It seems like a bad trade for me based off where they were drafted, but it's annoying because AD always misses games and not playing that well. Um, if he wants Anthony Davis, try to get someone, try to get Ingram plus another guy. Um, for but I think we kind of talked about how we think Anthony Davis. He's we still haven't seen him hit his best his best uh, set of games yet this year. So there's still a lot of upside with a guy like Anthony Davis. Yeah, there you go. Sam's on the same same wavelength here. Ingram's fine, but he's not like a. If we were redoing your draft, he's a third or fourth round pick. He's not like a cornerstone of your team. He's just solid every night. He's not going to have, you know, a bunch of 50s and things like that. But he's a solid mid-30s, -30, mid sometimes 40s. Uh, but Anthony Davis, like that's – he's a league tilter. Um, 
yeah. Well, do you have uh, do you have Twitter there, Rudolphs? If you have Twitter, you can follow me, and uh, I I do respond pretty quickly on there. If you don't have Twitter, um, you can also comment some of my other like maybe on the like the latest basketball video. You can leave a comment in there, and I can get back to you in that as well. So otherwise, uh, we can let you get out of here. I would just say just go click on another old video and leave a comment, and I'll get back to you uh, after this one. Um, offers me Donovan Mitchell and Zion for AD Ibaka. Is this kid okay? Um, Donovan Mitchell and Zion for AD and Ibaka. Huh. Donovan Mitchell and Zion for AD and Ibaka. Hmm. AD is a little better, but Ingram is more consistent and plays. Um, that probably depends on how many games per week. But again, like, fantasy basketball is, is long-term for me. I want guys on good teams who are going to be playing down the stretch for playoff seeding. Um, so even though it, it looks like AD is not playing well right now, he's probably not playing as good as he can be. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold on to Anthony Davis. Uh, again, I, I like Ingram, but we haven't seen the best of Anthony Davis. Um, so, yeah, we're going to hold on to Anthony here. It's it's close. Um, <laughs> it's close, but I'm gonna hold on to. People have different values. If you value consistency, yeah, you know, but you know, if you get three or four games from from Brandon Ingram in a week, you're gonna you're gonna be pretty happy with the output. Um, but uh, the Lakers are just being cautious with 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 Anthony right now. So you see some of this stuff here. These, these are good numbers. These are really good numbers. Um, but you do see some lows here. You know, under thirty. We just look at Anthony Davis real quick. Actually, we should probably compare these two again. Ingram and Davis. So the last 30, in just in the last 30 days, there's a 10-point difference in points. In the last seven days, it's pretty even. So Ingram's playing better of late. Uh, last 15 days, it's going to lean Davis. On the season, though, again, that's, that's a seven-point difference. And if, if you get... If, if that's the three or four game week for those, you know, those guys, you're getting almost 21 more points uh, in a week from, from a guy like owning Anthony Davis. So with Davis, just be patient. Just take your lumps. Like, you don't, the 129 game is kind of an outlier. A bad game from Davis is 35 to 38 points. Otherwise, you're going to be happy with these 40s and these 50s. So I think, I think we sit tight with Davis. AD and Boyan, I get and give up down to Mitchell and Zion. I think I shouldn't. AD and Boyan, I get and give up down to Mitchell and Zion. Is Boyan even going to help us? How's he been doing? I mean, he's actually been playing some good some good ball last uh, last handful of games here. This one's close. Um. You have a good night there, Rudolphs. We'll, we'll, we'll catch you another time here. Get a good night's sleep. Have a great uh, have a great Friday over there in the UK. Um, so AD, back to AD and Bojan Bogdanovic. I mean, I don't mind these numbers from, from Bojan here. These are 25, 27, 27. This is his worst games the last handful of days here. I just don't want to see any of this dippage back into the 15s and the 19s. So it's it's close. It's close. Hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold on to Donovan Mitchell and Zion. I think. Um. So that four man league. 
that four-man league is for Aiden's team. I think Justin's probably in a 10 or 12-man league. I can't remember if you want to clarify, Justin. Uh, but Aiden, Aiden was playing. He was the Aiden's the one that drafted um, over here on the four-man league. We got all those guys. So I don't, I don't, I really don't know how to help Aiden's four-man team. I've never played in a four-man team, and he's got some kind of crazy scoring. I've never really played um, with anything kind of non-conventional. But essentially, you just want to probably just keep getting guys. Like if Beal's the best player, you kind of want to just keep getting dudes that hit threes, right? Um, so yeah, that's a, that's a 10 team league. So a 10 team and then Sam in a 10 team league, he'd be getting, um, he'd be getting AD and Boyan, which I, again, I don't mind Boyan, but I think Donovan Mitchell and Zion, it's close. Like we can, we can pull it all up here. Um, so we already got, uh, we'll uncheck Ingram. Let's pull up AD and Bojangles. Go ahead and pull in. Where is it? Zion Williamson and Mitchell. I, I, I don't. I don't think I can move it just off name value. Zion and Mitchell. I don't think I can do it. I don't think it's it's that close yet. Um, Boyan's playing really well. He's trying to sell high. I wouldn't. I wouldn't cave. Um, no Tyler Hero tonight, huh? Might be a, a good Duncan Robinson evening then. Hero might be one of those buy low guys because someone might be a little bit sour on him after all those games that he missed. He hasn't really been playing great either. You don't see any big boom games. So maybe Tyler Hero is the guy to kind of buy low right now. And I, I just I just think after – it's going to be a long February, and then after that all-star break, I think that's when basketball is going to get really, really good. I think you're going to see a lot of the studs start to perk up. Hopefully, like Jamal Murray and Donovan Mitchell and some of those sleepers can kind of get some things going. But, uh, but anyways, we're going on about forty-five minutes. If you guys got any more questions, I'll take a couple more. But otherwise, I'm gonna get out of here. We got some, uh, we got some good basketball on tonight. So I'm probably gonna go see what's going on on the TVs here. Raptors Celtics looks like a good one. I'm trying to see what's on TV here. Um, I wish it would tell me. So you got Sixers and Trailblazers on TNT tonight, but Heat Rockets are underway uh, probably pretty soon here. What's going on, Fabian? I was just about to get out of here. If you guys got any more questions real quick, uh, we can we can pound some of those questions out real quick. But uh, Thursday night hangout, I will be back. Uh, Monday night, I'll, I'll do a waiver wire video. To, uh, Tuesday night, again, we'll hang out with, with Drake and John, so we'll get some of that talk going here. Uh, but just going forward, Thursday night's going to be just the hangout night where we can kind of just open up the chat room and talk and have a good time. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I appreciate everybody in the chat room. We had Fabian popping in, Sam, um, Justin. We got Rudolphs. Big shout out to Rudolphs. Thank you so much, man. Speed Hydra. Of course, Aiden's in the in the chat room. I think I got everybody. I don't think I Oscar. Where's our guy Oscar? Oscar popped in for a little bit. Um, super cool to have all these guys hanging out in the chat room tonight. Is Kemba worth dropping? I heard they might trade Russ for Kemba. Um, it depends on who you're dropping him for. Uh, I like Kemba. If, if you're in a 10 or 12 man league, that, that gets a little tough. If you're eight or 10, I think then it's okay to cut a guy like Kemba. Um, let me see. Kamab, Kemba Waka. Kemba's tough. Cause you just know he's going to miss almost a game a week, you know? And it's, he's, he's kind of stuck there, you know, with, 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 as well as Jason Tatum and, 
and Jalen Brown have been this year. He's not going to be the leading scorer on this team very many games. So um, I don't know if Kemba's worth dropping. Uh, trades are difficult. Um, let me see. Holiday trade value because, I, like you said, I can try to get it. Yep, definitely. What's going on, Michael? We dropped Mikal Bridges 10 head-to-head -head and picked up Josh Jackson. Yeah, man, Josh Jackson was one of those guys I talked about on my waiver wire show on Monday. And Jackson, um, he's up there with probably Hamadou Diallo as one of the best pickups. You see the last five games or so, he's kind of getting starter minutes again, 29, 37, 25, and 30. The scoring is getting consistent again. You know, a couple games over 20, a high 17, and then he's just going to he's gonna slowly just kind of get every stat and just kind of collect each thing, rebounds, assists, steals, and even some blocks. So uh, this is a starter for the Detroit Pistons. Josh Jackson's one of my favorite guys to pick up. <clears throat> Maybe before I get out of here, I'm just going to open up my watch list and see how the guys are doing from this list. We'll look at the last seven days. And we'll just kind of pull up some of the names here that I called out. Hamadou Diallo, top of the list. Lou Williams, Norman Powell, Eric Gordon. Kevin Herder, man, playing some good ball. Gary Trent Jr., Josh Jackson. Gary Trent Jr. has been starting to turn it around. Um, just getting, again, getting consistent. He's going to get the minutes. So I love this. Like, even when he's not playing well, he's going to get minutes. Uh, you just can't have too many of these 13s and these 9s. But he's playing, playing some good ball the last uh, couple weeks here. But, man, Norman Powell, like, I love – Norman Powell looks like that game just started there, but he's, he's been, this is a must add player. He's hitting the, the kind of the boosters on the percent rosters. Uh, but as far as guys that need to be owned again, Hamadou Diallo, 35% owned. He's averaging 37.4 points in the last seven days. Let me just filter by the last 15. He's up to 30. Norman Powell's up to 35. Uh, these guys are hot. Uh, let me see here. Nas Reed's got a lot of points over the last 15 days. There's Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards kind of hit a spike. He's over 60% owned. Um, Cody Zeller kind of on the decline now. Cody Zeller was playing good for a little bit there. But a lot of uh, a lot of good pieces there. Will Josh Jackson become the sixth man now that Dre Rose is gone? I think so. I think that opens up a spot. I don't know if they're going to – who did they trade? Dennis Smith Jr.? I don't know if that's going to impede on his uh, opportunity so much. Let me just kind of pull up here uh, the Pistons rotation. Josh Jackson, man, we were, we were on him in the beginning of the season. Uh, Blake Griffin sometimes in and out too, so sometimes they go small and do a Josh Jackson lineup. Uh, but at, at this point, Josh Jackson's their best bench player, so he's going to be he's going to get he's going to get starter minutes, even though he's from the bench. He's going to get starter minutes, um, so I, I like that kind of bit. Um, Dennis Smith, I'm Dennis Smith's going to be on my watch list. I don't know if I'm going to pick him up just yet. I want to see a couple of games with, with, uh, the Pistons and see how things are going. Did he play the other night here? Uh, he hasn't played with them yet. So he's got to go through COVID protocols. So just add him to your watch list and we'll, we'll kind of take an eye on, uh, take a peek on him. I'm not super optimistic about it, but he's worth adding to the watch list for sure. Um, won't trade Holiday for cheap. He wants full value and doesn't make sense because he's two and five. Oh man, that sucks. <sighs> Some people are unreasonable. That's on. That's not never a good thing. But uh, I don't know. Any other questions, guys? Otherwise, I'm gonna get out of here for the evening. It was a good show tonight. Um, yeah, man. Josh Jackson. A couple of those names that we just talked about. Some of my favorite ads. Uh, but uh, definitely, you guys have a good rest of your night. I'm going to get out of here. Thank you guys so much for watching. We'll see you guys in another video. Peace.